Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. Good morning, and how goes it? We are Klein Alley Show on a Tuesday here from the world-famous K-Rock. I'm Klein. There's Allie. Good morning. There's uh, DJ Omar Khan. Hello, hello. Shake z What's up, guys? We've got uh, Postmaster Johnny already taking calls this morning at 800-520-1067. Vanessa is back there as well, and if you need us, you can interact lots of ways. You can call, you can text, slide in the DMs at Klein Alley Show. We got a decent show planned for you today. Today will be the day officially we award the weirdest relative in all of America. Apparently Fallon has been once again stealing our material and he has searched his own hashtag weird relative stories. Seriously? Apparently a lot of people tagged us in that yesterday. That's what he's hunting for. But it doesn't matter because we started this years ago and it will continue and today's the day. The finalist, the winner from yesterday's uh, battle, will meet the grandma with the raisin figures, and we will figure out once and for all who is the weirdest. I think my weird uncle will be on to help us judge, celebrity judge, right. my own weird uncle returning to the show. Yeah, you don't have that, Fallon. You don't have Eat it. Trust me, you don't have a two-butthole uncle like I do. <laughs> that man's a treasure. <laughs> a national treasure. I didn't even tell you guys half the stories about that guy, but he uh, he ran... You were telling for- us about his wife off the air, which was uh, its own... It's we got to get her on the air, too. Yeah. Well, the bald, soft-spoken woman. She can't even hear her. She speaks in such a decibel know, that she, can, awesome. she cannot, cannot be heard by human ears. So anyway, she, dogs. hopefully he returns later today. He's involved in all sorts of weird stuff. But I, the plan is he's going to be on with us to help us judge who will be the weirdest relative in all of America. Hey, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, email yesterday. Did you see that we got invited to... Oh, yes. Maybe the world's lamest company holiday party ever and I know that people could argue in a week of giving thanks why would we spend any time talking s about really truly the worst invitation ever put together for what what appears to be maybe the lamest party ever uh, I think our company parties are great no, just you, for the record no you don't Omar. <laughs> I love them you're not even Did going somebody to scold you are we gonna get I in think, trouble I, I, I think Fed listens at this time so ah! Dude, he even knows. Let me tell you right now. That, okay. That, Let's really? start off by saying it takes place at the highly anticipated venue of here. Oh, right. hell yeah. That's it's, a party it, town it, right there. Right. It's, it's that got, sound space. Ooh, it's, yeah, baby. It's got the perfect storm of awful. Uh, the day <laughs> I mean, of the, the sound space is cool, but no, no. like for a holiday party, you want to go somewhere else right. other than your work. Right. Here's the thing. Once you're at work, regardless of how cool your work may be, you're still at work. You feel a certain way when you're at work. When you, you just go down an elevator right. two floors and right. into another room, you're right. like, huh? Ah. 
Yep. Spells holiday. It still looks like and feels like work because it's work. <laughs> now, listen, There's, I think there are certain things you can do to make your holiday party, especially your work holiday party, a little bit more fun. Usually enough alcohol will solve most problems. Dim lighting and alcohol, that's my solution for most things. Yeah, but you can't even, that's when the time frame also comes in, Klein. All right, they have free gifts for everybody, right? Well, hold on. Listen, uh, it doesn't say that. Listen to no. some no. of these buzzwords that I think all ultimately mean that this will suck. And I think that we already knew going in. And, and listen, a lot of work holiday parties, they're not great. Uh, those days of, you know, everyone doing blow together and getting all drunk and everyone playing grab ass, those kind of uh, went away because of, you know, HR and legal issues, whatever. Mm -hmm. But... You can at least set yourself up for success or set yourself up for failure. Allie, give us some of the catch buzzwords from this uh, invitation. All right. The first buzzword is Wednesday. <laughs> it's hump day. <laughs> Come on. Wednesday trash, dude. Wednesday. <laughs> oh, okay. As the song says, <laughs> Wednesday. You can't even do it on a Friday trash. So here we go. or Thursday first, even. First uh, uh, tip-off that it's going to suck is Wednesday. Wednesday. All right, we got Wednesday. Move it on. Uh, 1230 to 2 p.m. That is the sweet spot for if, if someone invited you to a date, you met someone and they go, yeah, let's go out. Let's do Wednesday at 1230. What, did, did I tell you my sex window with my wife's Tuesdays at 1230? Oh, yeah. Is it the worst window I could have gotten? And you couldn't give us two hours? Yeah. Like, it's only an hour and a half. Hey, it get back to work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just kind of like, all right, guys, get back upstairs. Yeah, most, now, most parties, most parties like to do that uh, start time followed by question mark. Question mark. And everyone, and everyone knows question marks kind of annoying, but it's also like, hey, man, the night's a mystery. And I understand if you have to cut people off or whatever, people are drinking too much, but nobody's going to be drinking on a Wednesday from 1230 to 2 p.m. I will. If you, I mean, I guess if you are, great, but it doesn't lend itself to a good time. But the uh, the tag underneath says that food, drinks, and fun will be there. Fun will be there. We got fun. Oh, the band? Fun? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just fun. Just fun. It's a BYO. It's regular BYO oh, fun. Man. You have to bring your own. Oh, okay. It's not provided. Oh. We will bring it ourselves. But it says more details are to follow. So I'm sure all the <laughs> exciting stuff is coming is on the way. More details to follow. <laughs> Usually, this is the first one that you get. You get kind of the overarching, big, exciting things. You know, cash prizes. Yes. Open bar. All those buzzwords people like. But when you're leading with Wednesday. <laughs> that's the first, well, first line well, Wednesday. Right now, that's the best thing we got going for. Yeah, nice clip art. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, they, There's they, not even enough time for a story, a cool holiday party drunk story or something. Did they put in the word light bites? Because that's one of those ones where you're like, oh, man, they're basically It has saying, not said a word about bites. Oh, the no bites? There's been no word of bites. Oh, it's going to bite. Or alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's all bites. That's <laughs> funny, but Klein, don't you go to all these ones? Yeah. You go to all of them. You this, always attend. He wants to look good. This could be, a, sk this could be a skipper. K-Rock. Alright, this is K-Rock. We are a Klein Alley Show. Good morning, and perhaps you're on your way out of town right now to beat the holiday rush. Well, too late, apparently. You've already missed it. Now you're just going to sit in traffic, and even though it may look like it's moving right now, it's not. Because the news has said it's not. They have reminded us over and over for the last two weeks now. This will be the biggest travel rush in the history of time. There's nothing we can do. We will be uh, stuck, and even if it seems like things are moving fine and your flight's on time, it's not. You yep. will be delayed. You will be miserable. Even if you get there four hours early, you're still late. Not early enough. Spray it, pump it, push it, and push it, <laughs> or whatever they say. <laughs> uh, 323 said, good morning. Our holiday parties are always awesome because they pay for us to go bar hopping. Everything is what? free. We go from bar to bar, get wasted, and oh they even God. pay for our Ubers home, no questions asked. 
Meanwhile, cool. where is this magical place know, they where, work at? Let's work Oh, my here. God. 213 said, here's the way to enjoy any holiday party. Eat a gummy 30 minutes before you attend. Yeah, that's that seems to be but then I another guess, one of them solutions to most of life's problems. I mean, it's great, it's but I also feel like judged on a Wednesday at noon. Taking a gummy? Yeah. yeah but it's you know, a party. like if it's at party at night, like I don't mind being effed up in front of my coworkers, but it was, when it's at work in the middle of the day, I feel like I can't. A one A at my company switched to Zoom parties during COVID times and they have never switched back. So once again oh. we'll be invited to the third annual Zoom holiday party. <laughs> that sounds so terrible. <laughs> I still think somehow better than ours though. Maybe for some reason it could be better than this one. Well because at least I can just put the Zoom on and walk away and drink in my house. If you could really pick an entire, you look at a calendar and someone said, pick the time that is least likely to bring any fun. Wouldn't you go with like, it's either got to be like Sunday morning or mm-hmm. it's got to be even what? Sunday morning, I guess. You could, the football's on, you could drink. There's think, still at least a little vibe on Sunday Wednesday morning. There's no vibe afternoon. on no a vibe. Wednesday afternoon. No vibe. There's never been a vibe. <sighs> well, here's something we could do if you want to have fun with your coworkers. Hey, guys. We did it. Um, just letting you know for the rest of the work week, uh, which is until Wednesday, I am going to try to work in uh, the phrase, pack your patience in every conversation that I have, either on work calls, with coworkers, and even in my email sign-off. Oh, so I'm going to look forward to having fun with that. Um, Everyone is going to hate this person, but it's so funny that just every correspondence she has from now through the end of the week she's going to work and pack your patience i recommend you try that as well i know it's going to be fun and so anyway sweet dibbit dong dong pack your patience see how she did it when people are willing to just let people hate you for the sake of your own joke it's just so great like you you don't care what anybody thinks you think it's funny work in work and pack your patience to any sort of text thread you're in the middle of right now and a screenshot send it to us so we can enjoy it'll be great the reactions are top notch we will take a quick break we're back in a second what do we have for you today pack of disney uh, excuse me four disneyland tickets will be coming up later this morning right now though we pay the people 100 bucks of ali's money can be yours next call now to play 800-520-1067 that's after this k-rock clown alley show chance for you to get 100 bucks the easy way i was looking at some of these black friday deals coming up on friday i think now you can get like a 90 inch tv for 100 dollars. seems unbelievable you gotta be like one of the first people and i think you have to go to wyoming to get it but regardless there are deals pipe apply- dream. 100 bucks i mean who th- you're really technically playing right now for an 80 inch tv in this edition of alley knows the news which starts right now she hates the D, but loves the coos. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. That is an accurate song, but boy, is that very graphic. All right, uh, $100. Are you up for the challenge? I'm up Just for it. Just because you say you're hot doesn't make it true. Oh. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. <laughs> Thank you. Make it till you make it, baby. Lovely, lovely phone calls. From this hottie. Thank you for the DIY theme songs. We've got five questions here about stuff going on in the world. Let's see how Allie does. We're going to go to uh, North Hollywood. So I had a John this morning. You give him a shot at your money. Hey, John, what's up? Good morning, fine. Good morning. You feeling smart? I am feeling brilliant. Great. Oh, man. That All puts right. you in a league of your own. Allie's going to stomp out of the studio. As soon as she is completely sequestered, I will give you these five questions, answer them quickly, accurately. <laughs> And let's hope that you win. All you got to do is score better than Allie for $100 instant cash. And it starts right now. Allie knows the news. 
This TV star slash game show host was involved in a crash and a fight on the PCH. Who was it? Oh, uh, Steve Harvey. Question number two. This California city has the highest rate of cocaine consumption in the country. It's actually more than double the national average. Which city in California is loving that cocaine? I'd be real proud if it's L.A. Go to question number three. Krispy Kreme is collaborating with this classic holiday movie. Oh, that would be Elf. Question number four. Deadly Listeria outbreak has been linked to three different fruits. Name one of those fruits in question right now. Uh, bananas. Question number five. A guest at Disneyland was injured when this fell on them. Oh boy. Um, when this fell on them. One of the, one of the uh, heads of the uh, costume characters. One of the heads of the costume characters. It has been rather windy. Windy enough to blow off a head? Let's find out. Send Allie back in. We will score it together. How'd you do? Did you do better than Allie? Well, then you could be $100 richer. You'll have a chance again tomorrow right around this time. Allie knows the news action. She is going to bring you the news later this hour with the ADD news. But does she pay attention to what actually happens in the world? Allie, question number one. We'll score it together. You're battling John. I like John. He answered quickly, even if he didn't know the answer. Really? He answered. Nice. Question one. This TV star slash game show host was involved in a crash and a fight on the PCH. Oh, it was um, uh, Wayne Brady. He said Steve Harvey. <laughs> Ali says Wayne Brady. And the answer is Wayne <laughs> Brady. This just happened, apparently. Yeah. And that is correct. All he goes up one nothing. We got a question number two. He like fought the guy after or something. Uh, yeah, they, it started with uh, you know, I think some sort of a traffic altercation, and then went to uh, some sort of fisticuffs. Then the guy ran off. Uh, maybe he thought he was going to get robbed. That's Qu been happening. Uh, that's that is an interesting point, right? If you get if someone bumps into you, you pull over. Now you got to be on the lookout. Yeah, someone's they, like coming up to your car. Right. Wouldn't you get defensive? I would think. Question two: This California city has the highest rate of cocaine consumption in the country, more than double the national average. Oh, it's got to be L.A. He also said L.A. Unfortunately, it is our neighbors to the north, San Francisco. Really? Apparently doing a lot more below than us here in Southern California. We you to, hear that, uh, L.A.? Challenge accepted. No one's accepted it yet. Oh. We go to question number three. Krispy Kreme is collaborating with this holiday classic movie. Elf? You didn't say it with confidence, but that is the correct really? answer. Oh, man. And that's what John said as well. So, Allie is up by one still as we go to question number four. A deadly listeria outbreak has been linked to three different fruits. Name one of ah, those fruits. I know my fruit news. It's a cantaloupe. Not right. Cantaloupes. Also, nope. Fine. Cantaloupes just got recalled. It was in the news. The three dead. Was, the three. No, I think it's a peach or something. That's right. Omar's right. Screw you and Peaches, peach. plums, and nectarines. Yeah. And cantaloupes. Not Allie. I'm looking at the news story. Well, it's not cantaloupes. Cantaloupes. You don't know your fruits. I Allie does not know her fruits. It says it in the news. He said bananas. He also was All incorrect. Right, well, whatever. Allie up one with one question left. A guest at Disneyland was injured when this fell on them. A lamppost. He said a character's head. Ali oh. says a lamppost. The correct answer is a lamppost. All right. John, 
You uh, you didn't do great, and Allie beat no, you, and now you must shamefully admit what over the airways of K-Rock. Go ahead. My name is John from North Hollywood, and I shamefully admit that Allie knows the news. Uh, just barely. Yeah, she doesn't really know the news. I'll tell you what she doesn't know is fruit. There is a cantaloupe recall. The FDA is investigation is investigating an outbreak. I'm reading it right now. No, it was like uh, ended on November 6th. Yeah, that outbreak's it, over. This is from one day ago. No, sorry, Allie. You don't know fruit. Yeah! That's what you say from now on at the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> I'm so-and-so and Allie doesn't know fruit. Uh, Foo Fighters, k Rock. K-Rock. Give me the opportunity to go to Disneyland and have a lamppost fall on you later this morning. Uh, be listening for those four tickets. One day, one park passes to Disneyland. I'm Klein. There's Allie. She knows nothing about fruit. Just remember that. Fruity, 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 Look, there was a whole article about cantaloupes and why they were being recalled. Upon further inspection, it was a salmonella thing. Yep. Salmonella and listeria are basically the exact same thing. Well, they're not, though. They because both give you diarrhea. Everything gives you diarrhea. Right. Remember that right. for your okay. early takeaways from today's show. <laughs> hey, Klein, do you think that I am headed down a dark path in my marriage? Because yes. we... Well, hold on. Because this, this doesn't have to do with the cheating or anything like that, which, by the way, she's not cheating. Um, we have been, you know, starting to pack for our trip, and this is the first time in a while that we're going to, like, an actual cold place with snow and everything uh, for the holidays. So she said, hey... I know we usually share a suitcase, but I was wondering if this time you could share the carry-on with Wesley and I could have my own suitcase. Oh, you're getting demoted this sharing with a kid? And I was like, uh, well, usually I'm the one who packs a lot lighter than she does because she, and I hate this, she brings all these maybe outfits. Oh. It's like, well, I have this option, which I know works. But I also, if I'm not feeling it, I'll bring this option as well. I don't understand people like that. Me neither. I'm like, this is what I'm wearing. I'm putting it in a suitcase, and that's the end of it. You go, if you're going away for five days, let's just say it's a five-day thing. You bring five outfits, one for each day, and then one extra one in case someone spills something on you. And that's it. You figure it out from there. I, these people, my wife does the same thing. Everything is three each three day possibilities. is three possibilities, which if you're at your house, that's one thing. If you're on the road or you're somewhere else, what are you doing? Like, I, I don't understand. Well, and she'll coordinate an outfit and be like, well, I have to bring these gigantic boots because they go with this outfit. Those I'm like, why, why are you, you planning those. an outfit that has giant boots? Like, I will choose outfits based on the smallest shoes that I have. I'm like, right. all right, Converse, you know, like the, the things that don't take up a lot of space because I know that space is limited and I don't want to lug around a bunch of crap. But she doesn't do that. And now she's saying, well, you pack lighter than I do. So and because we're going to this colder place, I'm going to have to add, add even more stuff and more layers because I don't know how cold I'm going to be. So it's easier if you just use Wesley's suitcase. And I was wondering if you think this is the beginning of the end Let of me tell like you, space... Yeah, you're, being taken away well, from me. All, I would think the best part about being in a lesbian relationship is you guys can just all share the same stuff. One suitcase, you all throw in bras and underwears and whatnot, and you just all, it's just a free-for-all. You grab what you wear, and that's, that's I, I would yeah, think that's the best also, part. Yeah, but it's also, suitcase etiquette in general bothers me with her because she will, it, it, as soon as the suitcase get op gets opened, the entire thing explodes all over the bedroom. It's just clothes everywhere. Nothing's folded anymore, and it's just a mess in there. I keep all my stuff very... Very, very uh, neat and tidy and folded. And I even do it in order of when I'm going to wear the outfits. Yeah, you're the worst. You're like my mom. I hate that. So, the, like uh, the people that, that take the suitcase so seriously and, and everything has hey, to. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, Omar, you're that person. 
Oh, yeah. We well, got to be prepared, uh, dude. Let, and let then also, guess. I don't unpack when I get to the hotel. I just leave everything in the suitcase. So let me guess. So your, your, wa- your, wife, your wife's the opposite, right? She, she, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, see, yeah. That's, she just get, throws everything Most everywhere. couples, yeah. I think, for some reason, it's very rare that you would ever find two people that end up in a relationship together where both of them have the same suitcase etiquette. Usually, you will have someone that immediately, within four seconds of checking into the hotel... Everything from that suitcase is all over the effing oh, room. Oh, and the suitcase itself is always in a direct walking path. Yeah, yeah. And then you have other people that take it all seriously. They're like, like all properly landscaped. One thing goes out, one thing goes in. They probably have a separate compartment for dirty clothes. They put it right back in there. Yes, of course. What, <laughs> what, you, what kind of animal weirdo. do you think we are? <laughs> you weirdos. I put all my dirty clothes in the front flap. Uh, you know, yeah. the zipper part in the front. All no. the dirty clothes go in there, and then they build over time. And if I have the opportunity to, I will even wash them and refold them and put them back in the suitcase before I go back home. Yeah, I don't. I know people have packing systems. They buy special packing cubes and all this stuff. No, I'm like, not a packing a, cube person or even a vacuum my, seal my person. My wife tried to be a packing yeah. cube person, so <laughs> yeah. she gave up on it like yeah. instantly. It's instantly. just like a bunch of wrinkled clothes. Yeah. Yeah. People, people get real excited because they see this stuff. They're like, you know, that's the one thing standing between me and organization. I got to yeah. get some packing cubes. And then they order the packing cubes and it's just complete chaos. How do I fit this sweater cramming this stupid cube? Uh, Allie, here's the thing. And I'll tell you right now, and I'm speaking from experience because I'm you from the future. All right, I'm the ghost of oh, Christmas no. future. I look terrible. I am at a point now where when we travel, my wife has two suitcases to herself. No. <laughs> the kids have one suitcase to themselves, and I get a briefcase. Carry it all, and I, I've and I get what, what I I do get. You get anything? I get what I'm wearing. <laughs> that's and that's no. and that's it. And everything else, that's it. I don't have any one other thing. And then she'll you say, you have to layer all your clothes on top of yeah, each other. Yeah, she'll say like one night, like let's say we're on vacation. She go. Hey, we're going to a nice restaurant. Put on the nicest thing you have. I go, well, the nicest thing I have is what I wore on the plane. <laughs> and that's also the comfortable thing I have because that's all I got now. I don't have one other thing. I'm telling you right now. No, is- I think I need to put my foot down because I feel like now if I say yes to this, then it's just going to it's going to translate into other parts of my life. Because she takes up more space than me. You're going to have to start sharing clothes with your uh, one-year-old kid. That'll be hilarious. He does have a couple of nice band t-shirts. <laughs> Allie starts squeezing into her Bob the Builder stuff. It'll be perfect. <laughs> Calm before the storm, traffic, heat, etc. I think temperatures are getting into the 80s again today after a cold one yesterday. Jesus. Go figure. It's what K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Grab your Adderall. It's time for some ADD news. Oh, look, a lizard. I'll call you Scaly. All right, it's only right that we reset the flash mob rob clock right before Thanksgiving. Got to make sure that there's not too much on the shelves on Black Friday. This one took place at a Nike store in Southgate. And again, a bunch of what appeared to be teenagers in hoodies stole actually a bunch of hoodies. While there, um, there's also in the video, it's funny, we'll post it on our Instagram. There's a mannequin of a person in a black hoodie behind them as they're all in hoodies, stealing hoodies. It was a real hoodie off. It's a great uh, move, by the way, if you're getting chased. You just go ahead and freeze up with the other mannequins. Yeah. Hide out till the heat, you know. I was like, oh, that's another, that person's just standing there. And I was like, oh, that's a mannequin. That's interesting is that as we get closer and closer to Black Friday, Black Friday was kind of like the original... Flash mob. Flash mob. Totally. It was a bunch of people. They were waiting, but it was flash they were mob. Trampling. They played by the right. They would trample. They would run. They would grab. But they then, would gra- and they would grab like tons of one right. thing. But then at the end, they would pay. <laughs> That's and, the only difference. And these guys have figured out a way now to do all of the fun of a Black Friday: the running, the grabbing, 
but taking out the most annoying part of the process, which is the pang. And the they're doing it all year round. Year round now, so let's go ahead and reset the clock. Flash mob robbers strike again. The flash mob rob clock. This is the latest one to hit a Nike store on South Alameda Street in Watts. According to LAPD, more than 20 young people run into the store. Witnesses look on as they take as much merchandise as they can fit in their trash bags and then take off. And apparently, again, they don't know how to find these people because there were just too many of them. And even though they can get their faces on video, it's hard to track them down. But they have been given like a $250 million grant to try and solve this problem. So they're hoping it'll get better next year. How do they catch none of them? I know. Yeah, like they're not, so awkward running away, too. Yeah, they, no, no one seems athletic. It's always fine. They're right. always taking athletic shoes, athletic And they're, like, gear. tripping over themselves because yeah. they can't, like, hold all the stuff. They're very unathletic. And as an unathletic There's person, one guy. I, I, can, <laughs> I can judge. He grabs a ton of clothes, but by the end of, like, him tripping and falling, he only has, like, one sweatshirt <laughs> that he's running out. So I'm great. like, what the hell is That's not worth it, man. <laughs> <I Yeah. know. laughs> he's like, crazy. but whatever, a bunch of group of us were going, so I couldn't yeah. say no. I always feel like all they need is one, and if I was putting together my Flash Mob Rob crew, I would make sure to ask my slowest, fattest, least coordinated friend to be a part of it, just so that there would always be one guy. To, that they can catch. That they can catch. Right. I just because they'll be, get distracted by that person. It's going to be a little quicker than that guy, but it does well, Spoiler seem, alert, that person's probably you. Yeah. <laughs> that, if I ever get asked to be in a crew, that will be my job. You're like, all right, who's the slowest, fattest person here? I will be the guy to get caught. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I had to do a pretty extensive search, but I was able to find a holiday party that can top ours. Come on. I know, it's hard. Ours is on uh, Wednesday. <laughs> At, At 12.30 until 2. And there will be light bites and but I fun. Don't, again, we don't know if there's going to be oh, bites. Rumored to be light bites <laughs> and fun. Uh, so this Taco Bell holiday party was apparently amazing. This is a uh, San Pedro location. And this party, the party itself actually took place last year. But the lawsuit is happening this year. And what went down, according to this employee who is suing, is pretty amazing. So here's just let me paint the picture. She gets invited to the holiday party. She's told it's like a potlucky style event. So she brings a bowl of homemade guacamole to the location. And it's at the Taco Bell. So it it's seems at a where, little on the nose. Yeah. So You're she, around Taco Bell all day. You have a holiday party and they're bringing guacamole. <laughs> Come on. Do they even have guacamole at Taco Bell? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I'm saying, like, why would you go with Mexican food? Yeah. I that, know. Y- 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 Let's continue shaming her as this goes on. Go ahead. So she gets there and she realizes that the managers have put paper over the windows and all the cameras. Oh, that's a good part. And so then they start serving alcohol to everybody, obviously, and they overserve a bunch of people. And then she leaves to take a break from it all. And when she comes back, a coworker is having sex with his wife in front of everybody at the holiday party. Why? And then the wife of the coworker starts making out with a bunch of the female like managers and stuff. And she's like, this is despicable. And then later she goes back to leave because she wants to get away from it. And the coworkers are puking into her guacamole bowl. Oh, man. <laughs> so, but you know what? I don't know if she uh, took it with her at the end, here? but yeah. <laughs> now she's Where's the problem? It's terrible. <laughs> that, yeah. That like, sounds uh, like a really good holiday party. This will improve your recipe. It does. Yeah. She's going to be able to tell that story for the rest of her life. I know. That's great. <laughs> and they weren't doing anything at her, right? No, they were just having sex in front of all the workers. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it seems like a bit of an HR issue, but it's a good time is what it is. Yeah. That's a holiday party.
All right, I feel bad for pasta because they've gotten a bad rep over the years and a lot of people cut it out of their diets when they're trying to lose weight. And now there's a study coming out that they say the rumor about pasta is all false. It was a comprehensive study done by two lady scientists named Lisa and Joanne. And they found that regular pasta consumption is not associated with increased body weight. And in fact, if you do it al dente, it could potentially help you lose weight. Oh, finally, a diet I can get behind. Just Thank you, time. Lisa and Joanne. Joanne. Hard work. You, I don't know what you, what Nobel Prize. I want prize. macaroni and cheese, and I'm going to prove it. Al dente, and you lose weight. Oh, man, I'm going to be so skinny. <laughs> You'll just be able to get away from those cops in no time. New hour of the show. Kick it off next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Uh, welcome to K-Rock. It is Tuesday morning, a short week for many as we get closer and closer to the chaos that is Thanksgiving travel. It's already begun, apparently, and if you haven't left town yet, then don't even bother. This, uh, <laughs> it's meme, over. You missed your shot. This meme has been going around again this year. Uh, right now, there is an ant buying all the ingredients for that thing she brings every Thanksgiving that everyone in the family hates. And that is a beautiful thing to think about right now, that somewhere there's an ant buying dried cranberries and pecans. And and then she's telling everyone else in the grocery store how she brings it every year. And And no one likes it. But she doesn't know that. She doesn't know it. And then there's this, Allie. This is making the rounds now. And I think this is so fitting. Take a listen. This is a words of encouragement if you're starting to plan your Thanksgiving dinner. So you decided to do some bullshit and see off the damn internet. Don't experiment on damn Thanksgiving. Now, this woman is making a good point. Thanksgiving is not a day to experiment because you saw something on TikTok and you want to try it for the first time. Thanksgiving should be like the all-star team. It should be the greatest hits. That's why it's pretty much the same exact food that we've had since the pilgrims. Yeah, and you don't even do a little twist on a traditional classic. You just go with the classic. Yeah, I mean, look, if you want to get crazy and add some bacon to the stuffing, no one's going to mind. But outside of that, let's not get insane here. And this woman makes a very valid point if you're thinking about being one of these people that's like, I'll just try it out like it's a science experiment and bring it and serve it to people. You don't do that. Because you decided to do some bullshit and see it off the damn internet. Don't experiment on damn Thanksgiving. Don't experiment on Thanksgiving. You experiment by your damn self. That's a great point she's making. Experiment by your damn self. You, I love it so much. It's, it's so spot on perfect. And I, yeah, don't try it with us. We don't want that shit. Uncle Karen gave you the damn recipe, but you chose to do shit alone. Messed that shit up. That's a good point. I gave you the recipe. <laughs> That's so great. 
And I love how she's like, no, I've worked with cream cheese before. Experiment. <laughs> it's like, what? By your damn self. <laughs> you could go. That's the speech. I hope that speech gets given at Thanksgiving tables. Yes. Just like that. Cheers to that. It's a modern day Vince Lombardi right there. <laughs> this is K-Rock Chili Peppers. will be at Acoustic Christmas. Hopefully you will be too. It's getting close. K-Rock. Chili Peppers. K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Coming up this hour, uh, the finals for Weirdest Relative in America. Cannot wait to figure out. First of all, cannot wait to meet the grandma that's been making those raisin figures of her family for years. <gasps> is she officially joining us? I think she got out of the hospital yesterday and then there was some debating with her own relatives because I think she was nominated by her, one of her grandsons, I believe. Oh, well, the other and ones are all protective. The other ones were getting all protective of her, but we're doing this out of love. This is uh, to be named America's weirdest relative is an honor. So she'll be joining us today to battle the winner from yesterday. And I don't know if we were going with kissing cousin yesterday, that truck driver cousin that people I had. I think a- he was the favorite, even though he's really creepy. Creeped a lot of people out for <laughs> but, sure. So that means that we're having creepy weird versus. Sweet weird. Sweet weird. Sweet weird versus creepy weird, which is a great final bracket in America's Weirdest Relative, and that's coming up later. Uh, But once a week, we like to go through the GOAT line as a good way for us to connect with any of the podcast listeners, the people who don't listen to the show live, or perhaps you just can't get through, you're too shy, you think of something after the fact, as we together unload GOAT, and we answer (laughs) your calls and questions. Here we go. Klein and Ali, I have a theory. I'm going to save Klein thousands of dollars on psychology bills. I have a theory why Klein keeps uh, getting scammed. It's because it's connected to his interest in placing bets. He can't help but think that maybe this scam uh, is going to pay off for him, and he therefore just like walks face first into it. Klein, is that what it is? He's not wrong. It's the same reason I still like to open up mail, like uh, because I never know what could be in there. Or and like it, a click here with this yeah, random yeah. link with a bunch of random symbols I'm in a it. Big fan of unpredictable, and I always think unpredictable. Sometimes it hasn't happened yet, but will be that sweet big payout. Well, it's also one of the. You're one of the only people I know who answers unknown numbers. Unknown numbers, and by the way, my mom was reminding me the other day. That uh, growing up, they would always say, you don't answer the door for strangers. I would always answer the door for strangers. <laughs> Are every, you kidding me? Oh, every time. I was so excited. Because Hello, I, Mr. Pedophile. I'm right never, this way. I never knew what it could be, and I always thought it could be a, a good op- I don't want to miss this opportunity. So if someone knocked or rang the doorbell, I answered. Klein, in the track record of your life, has it ever been opportunity? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. But, yeah. Allie, one of these days, the He's first due. I'm due. <laughs> Trust me. You're going to get murdered, man. I mean, I'm desperate for my big break, too, but I learned eventually that it wasn't Look, coming. Every knock could be that thing. I don't want to miss it. You know, we hear those stories. Oh, the horny housewife car breaks down, knocks on stranger's door <laughs> oh for a quickie. God. Legitimate uh, horny wife yeah. that has no desire to scam anybody. I'm not missing that knock. Klein, break that connection. Break that cycle. Thank you. I'm going to send you my bill. Okay. Love you guys. Thanks for being on air during Thanksgiving week. We have no choice. We He'll wish pay you we, too. we wish we were not, but here we are. Hey everyone. This message is for Omar. I know it's been like fifteen years or so, but can you elaborate more on your hatred for Rachel Ray for those unfamiliar? Like, was it all the E V O O on everything again? <laughs> I forgot. All right, bye. Yeah, Omar did bring up this week that he's got a, some sort of a weird feud, one sided feud against it's- Rachel Ray. Yeah, people have called it an unnatural hatred towards Rachel Ray. Uh, back in the day, I think she had some. She, yeah, she had a cooking show. Uh, the biggest problem with her with her is uh, she makes tries to make everything cute, e v o o, and she tries to like create uh, little words with, for things, exactly, right? Like right. code. 
And also, her voice is just really grating. Like, you know, she's been smoking for like 150 years. I'm like, what are you doing here? And by the way, she used to have these 30-second meals, oh, 30-minute meals. And everybody that that uh, I've talked to has told me it takes way longer. Yeah, so I she's like I t- a total fraud. At one point. That, I, but you know what? such <laughs> a funny reason to hate Rachel Ray. Her 30-minute yeah. meal took me 33 minutes to make. You're fraud! Yeah, and- I remember at the time too. One of the biggest things that I did is I, I was I was going through the wheat thins phase, and uh, wheat thins got Rachel Ray to uh, be one of her their sponsors. So they would have Rachel Ray on the wheat thins box, and then I went to go. I opened the box and ate it. Then I noticed it. I went to return the box. They wouldn't take it, so I had to cut the picture of Rachel Ray from the box <laughs> out because it annoyed me so much. Yeah, but you know what, Rachel what Ray? Few. You know how like stoves that have been making pizza for like a hundred years they have that like gristle on them and everything's gonna taste good that's her throat uh-huh. that's her <laughs> it's her she's the gristle she's the gristle <laughs> hey i just heard the new neighbors uh meet the neighbors uh theme song by uh ali's neighbor what, what is his name ray ray heffalump or whatever the hell his name is why don't you get heffalump to just go ahead and do a theme song you know the dead truth with dead tooth you know have Ray Heppelum go ahead and do a theme song for that. His name is not Ray Heppelum. Oh, it's so funny that you're that that this person called about this because Ray Heppenstall is his name, and he's been listening to the show, and he's been been hearing every time his name gets screwed up, and he sent me a new song. Come on, correcting everybody about his name. Seriously? Yeah, I world, have it right here. World premiere. This is Ray Heppelspitz. New song <laughs> about how we can't say his name right. I'm playing on the the guitar is too loud. I can't even hear his name. He, the <laughs> most important part. Yeah. You know, sometimes he sends me files, and then he goes, uh, by the way, and here's another one with the guitar turned up. And I'm it's like, well, you don't need we it don't, turned up. Don't need that any louder. <laughs> it's very loud. <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? I'm just curious if it's sweet divots with B's and T's or if it's sweet divins with B's and an N because I've been hearing it both ways. Don't know what's right, and I can't understand the lady when she goes, sweet there. So, just curious. Thanks. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We accept the answer's all. yes. All of the above are accepted. Sweet divot. Catching up on the podcast about how the in and out by LAX is like the best in and out in LA. I kid you not. I can't believe how many people. It was some dumb little thing I said. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. nonstop. The people that are such fans of that in and out by LAX, and you wouldn't think to go to it if you live in LA because you're like, why would I go to that one by the airport? And everyone, it's, it is leaps and bounds the best in and out I've ever had in my life. My dad thinks that that's true. This girl's dad is right. Every time it's his birthday, he requests in and out. But not the one down the street by Hollywood where we live, like walking distance. He requests for us to go into LA traffic oh. to eat in and out by the airport because he loves the planes. And he no. hears one and he turns around and he's like so amazed. Like he's like a child. Love you guys. Yeah, I get it. He's another woe airplane guy. He's a woe airplane guy. I love woe airplane guys. And a woe in and out guy. All right, that's all the time we have. Wish we could play the rest of these messages. I think there's another woe airplane guy on here. Hey, guys. Sober here. Listening to uh, Monday's podcast right now, and I'm also one of those plane guys. Uh, See, another plane guy. Uh, Plane guys are all over the place, Allie. We got to take a break. We're way behind. Come back in a second. 
uh, give an opportunity to give thanks to things that have been happening here on the show, a variety of things that people are thankful for this time of year. We will share those with you, and you're more than welcome to join us, 800-520-1067, before we get to America's Weirdest Relatives. The finals, Ooh. coming up. Hey, Rock, Klein Alley Show. In just a few moments, the two finalists for America's Weirdest Relative will be on the phone at the same time, and we'll figure out once and for all who gets to wear the sash. 2023 America's Weirdest Relative, the exciting conclusion of a nationwide search that was focused mostly right here in Southern California. But right now, it is that time of the year where you're supposed to reflect and be uh, thankful for the things you have in your life. And sure, you can always look at other people's Instagrams and think, man, they got a better life than me. They got a better car. Oh, their skin looks better. But then there are times where you can just reflect on yourself and mm-hmm. think, man, things are not as bad as they could be. I've got all this going for me, and we gave you an opportunity to give thanks, and sometimes you need this show as an opportunity to remind you what good things you have going on, and uh, I'm sure this is going to once again come across as being really critical against us, because usually that's the way it goes, but... Well, there are a lot of things that people have learned from the show, and a lot of things to be thankful for due to this show, and um, so listeners submitted a bunch and are thanking various people on the show, and we'll start right here. Thank you, Vanessa for teaching us that the word Monrovia has six B's in it. Thank you, Klein, for helping me appreciate my own sex life. Thank you to Allie for curing my love of lesbians. Oh. That's how I feel, too. (laughs) If I was going to be thankful right now, that's the one thing I would thank you for. I spent way too much time on lesbian stuff, and now I hardly even look at it anymore. You've ruined it for me. Oh, great. Thanks. Thank you, Jake, for reminding us that you don't have to be right. You can just tell everyone you are. Man, he does that all the time. It's the worst. (laughs) Thank you to Johnny for teaching us that if you look hard enough, everyone has a bad camera angle. God, that's so true. He's so bad at that. It's unbelievable. I am thankful that my kitchen is full of food while Klein's kitchen is full of his own clothes. Okay. Yes. I'm thankful for Jake and those man milkers. <laughs> Man, that is so true. I hope everyone brings that up at their table this year. Thank you to K Rock for proving that you can play the same song eleven times in a twelve-hour period. Oh yeah, that's what K Rock. That's what K Rock strives at. Yeah, let's do an Omar one. Thanks, Omar, for teaching us that there's always another word for gazungas. That's right, milk cannons. Someone else wanted to thank you for bringing up all of the horrible things that we say on the show and letting us never forget them by playing those clips over and over again. Yeah, thanks, Omar. Thanks for that. You're, uh, you're welcome. Uh, let's see. I support ISIS no. for the record. No, no, no. <laughs> thank no. you to Klein for teaching us that he supports ISIS for no, the record. No, don't thank oh. anyone for that. I don't support ISIS for the record. Uh, this has been Keep a bit. sending them in. Yeah, we'll uh, read another batch of them at some point later today or tomorrow. Given thanks. I'm supposed to feel good at the end of that. I just feel worse for some reason. I feel all right. All right. <laughs> I see them hopping on the phones now. The big finals. Place your bets. America's Weirdest Relative. The exciting climax next on K-Rock. Live from the K-Rock Studios in sunny Southern California, this is the search for America's Weirdest Relative. Gather around the table. Everyone claims they have the weirdest relative in America. We've given you the chance to prove it. And this year, after... Hearing hundreds of stories, uncles, cousins, nieces, nephews, in-laws, sisters, brothers, grandparents, great-grandparents, weird neighbors, 
Dominatrix aunts. I mean, I'm looking over this list of just the ones that made it onto the show. There's hundreds of others that never made it onto the air. But, you know, from Vanessa, whose sister does the butt checks, to Carlos, whose uncle makes his own cheese at the table. Jesse, whose cousin talks like Kermit the Frog randomly. Oh, that's right. And he'll do it all night in, in character and never break. Allie pointed out Alana's professional dominatrix aunt. The uncle with the conspiracy theories about all eggs being white originally but being painted brown to sell for more. And uh, even Michael, whose uncle eats everyone's food using two spoons at the same time while eating. We've gotten grandmothers. We've gotten weird dads. Uh, let's not forget the father that asked everyone in the family to put a drop of blood on the Build-A-Bear heart so that they could be bonded together as a family yeah, unit. Yeah, and then when the family gets injured again, he takes the heart out and makes them add to it. Let's not forget about Allie, the um, grandmother that shows up at Thanksgiving dressed like a pilgrim for no reason whatsoever. Oh, just yeah. Does it. And her dentures always fall out. Or uh, Ashley, whose uncle tries to kiss all the family on the lips, not to be confused with the other person who says their aunt, who smells like smoke, tries to play kiss tag. <laughs> she chases the relatives one by one and tries to kiss them. I mean, these are just some. We didn't even talk about Leela again, the cousin who's a vegan and angrily stands by the table because she refuses to sit with her family oh while they God, eat turkey. Oh, my God, I love that one. But it's all come down to this. Two different relatives, both nominated by K-Rock listeners. They will be battling it out for the title. One of them we met yesterday. One of them we're about to meet for the first time right now. Uh, this is listener Jerry. And Jerry, once again, you nominated when we started this search your grandmother, Correct. Yes, I did. Hmm? And you nominated her because she's an amazing woman, well, but she does something that you consider to be rather weird. And I'm going to tell you right now, this immediately hit all of us as this guy's right to the finals if we can get your grandma on the show. And you have her with <laughs> us right now. Do you not? I do. I do. Okay. Can we meet grandma? Hey, grandma. Uh, yes. Hi, grandma. Hi. Thank you for joining us this morning on K-Rock. Well, thank you for having me. What's yeah. your name? My name is Ruth. Ruth, Grandma Ruth, do you know why your grandson nominated you for our Search for America's Weirdest Relative? I do, but I don't. I think it's weird that he did that because I don't think it's weird. What is it that you do? Well, I just like um, I had the kids make portraits in the neighborhood gifts to my grandchildren out of raisins. Now, it's fun. Right. Now, the way that Jerry explains it is that you look for raisins that resemble the relatives. You look for raisins that look like the relatives, and then you dress them up. Is that correct? In little uh, little costumes you make? I do. I, I, was a, I, I made lunches for school, and we'd always order too many raisins. So then I'd save them, and I'd tell the kids, <laughs> like, you find yourself in these raisins, and then I dress you up. <laughs> and I hate, I hate raisins. Like, I really oh. do. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, I can't stand them, so I tried to get rid of them because they just make me sick. But the kids really loved it. I <laughs> think it's really beautiful that the task is find yourself. Find yourself in the raisins. Among the raisins. Also, what a plot twist yeah. that you hate raisins. I would have thought you were a raisin lover so much so that you said these are more for just Yeah, eating. I know. But, but you're I'm, really just trying to get rid of all of the surplus of raisins, which, by the way, who isn't? They yeah. suck. My husband, he loved raisins, and I hate raisins. I also and so I just tell the kids to go through all the raisins and you find the ones that look like you and they would be real creative. 
even the neighborhood kids would come over and do it too. Yeah, I didn't realize that you were also extending this courtesy to the neighborhood children. I thought it was just your own relatives. Well, kind of expanded as they got older because they'd bring their friends and then other kids would come and yeah, it was, I mean, I didn't think it was weird. It was just, I was just trying to get rid of them. And if we were to ask you to make raisin portraits of everyone on our morning show, would you do that for us, Grandma Ruth? Oh, I sure would. Oh, that'd be amazing. Grandma Ruth, are you familiar with the hit song from the Halloween season, The Raisin Family? I And pathetic dentists or diabetic don't know about Ozempic. The raisin family, the house will soon get egged. The mom needs to get pegged, should have candy instead. The raisin family, yuck! Oh, good luck. So anyway, the song goes on. We Make don't have time for it now. But uh, do you understand? Are you trying to put her back in the hospital? With no, 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 no. What I'm doing here. I'm letting her. Last week, I mean, <laughs> but you know what? I do like that Ozempic. Oh, she likes Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Grandma loves the Ozempic. You're trying to win yourself an ultimate prize for your grandson Jerry, and you would, of course, wear the sash at Thanksgiving dinner that would pr- proclaim to all people on the planet, "You are America's weirdest relative." Uh, we will get. And I will send you a raisin portrait if we win. Great. Okay, well, it's already uh, looking good for I you. I would love that. Um, how, uh, old, how old are you, Grandma Ruth? I'm old. You don't ever ask a woman yeah. her age? Yeah, you don't ask a woman her age. Allie, that's rude. Okay. Jesus, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm 29. That's, okay. that, that's L.A. for you. That's L.A. All right, hold on one second. That is uh, that is Ruth, Grandma Ruth. Oh, Allie, I'm sorry. You always have one question for the finalists, and then we'll get to the actual oh, uh, head-to-head. No. Do you have one question for Grandma Ruth? Yeah. Um, Grandma Ruth, what is your favorite invention of the 21st century, and why? Ozempic. Because it makes you skinny. Jerry <laughs> loves this woman. She could win this whole thing right now. Now, uh, the competition is not just, you would think, it's a runaway. Definitely, this is going to be our winner, we would think. This is Grandma Ruth we just met. But yesterday, we had uh, Lee that nominated. Hey, Lee, welcome back to the finals. Congratulations on getting all the way to the finals. Good morning. Sweet Dibbets. Sweet Dibbets. Uh, once again, you nominated your cousin, right? Yeah, he's super weird. And this is the guy that you claim tries to make out with you every year on how, on uh, Thanksgiving. Well, not oh, just make wrong. out with me. He tries to hook up with me every Thanksgiving. It's like a wing giving every year. Right. Yeah. It's wang a giving. So he, uh, hey, uh, this is cousin Tom. He's back. Hey, Tom, welcome back to the show. Uh, morning. Morning. Are you proud of yourself that you made it to the finals of America's Weirdest Relative Search? Uh, no doubt. Are you kidding me? Are you still truck uh, driving right now? Absolutely. Oh, there you hear that horn? <laughs> um, I would like you, Tom, I'd like you to meet, this is Cousin Tom, and he's uh, on the phone with Grandma Ruth. Cousin Tom and Grandma Ruth, say hi to each other. You're each other's competition. Will you make out with me on Thanksgiving? Whoa, Grandma <laughs> Ruth. Yeah, well, that's, well, see, by the way, she made out with Richard Blaze. What? Hold on. Hold on one second. You made out with Richard Blade? Grandma, Ruth? Oh, 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 oh. Well, Tom, Tom, hold on. Calm down. Grandma Ruth, you made out with Richard Blade, K-Rock legend Richard Blade? Well, we won't talk about that right now. He taught us scuba diving off a Catalina. Jerry, I promise. Jerry, stop. He taught us scuba off a Catalina. 
I can't believe Richard Blade made out with a 29-year-old. That's amazing. Hold on. <laughs> I know. I looked up. I was too. Hold on. <laughs> Jerry, your grandma doesn't want you to say something. What is it she's trying to get, stop you from saying? Uh, I, I, she doesn't want me to tell, uh, like, her little secret. Jerry, she, stop. You know? <laughs> Do you have a secret child uh, with Richard Blade? She, well, she teases all the time that I might be the grandchild of Richard Blade, but <gasps> I don't think that... I kind of hear it in his voice a little bit, actually. She can get you in here and do a little uh, uh, paternity test. Uh, grandma, you had grandma. Correct me if I'm wrong. You had sex with Richard Blade? Uh, maybe, but I'm not telling my secrets. Whoa! A, this oh, is the secret wow. to a long life. You ever make a what raisin? Are all the old people you, were talking. You ever to? make a raisin <laughs> portrait out of Richard Blade? Uh, maybe. Oh man, <laughs> Allie. <laughs> It's time now, Jerry, try to keep it together. This is time for the final finals. It's right. Cousin Tom versus Grandma Ruth, and here we go. This is rapid fire. We will figure out through this questions, Allie, these questions, who is America's weirdest relative? Here we go. Uh, Grandma Ruth, what is the best snack? Well, certainly not raisins. Um, <laughs> let's see. I really like 100 gram bars. Oh, oh man, that's such there. a grandma answer. Hey, cousin Tom, what is million dollar bars now, grandma? Co cousin, <laughs> cousin Tom, what is the best snack? I love Doritos. little girls. Doritos. No, calm down, Richard Blade. Hold on. <laughs> said Doritos. We, Richard Blade, shut up. We don't need you here. All right, moving on. Grandma Ruth, what is what is your? What How is, did you have <laughs> grandma Ruth, what is your hobby? I'll oh, consider well, it a date, baby. Uh, Richard Blade, shut yeah, up. I won't tell you the one in the drawer, but I have other hobbies. Um, oh, oh. Like, Grandma Ruth, what's I in your drawer? Duh. I'm not telling. Okay, oh, Grandma, that's okay. Gra uh, Grandma might be on more than Ozampic, so. Oh, your Grandma's all hopped up on pain meds right now? <laughs> I don't know what she's hopped up on. I like Xanax, too. Xanax oh, and dildos. All right, that sounds like a fun Grandma. <laughs> Hey, what is your favorite hobby, uh, Cousin Tom? It's going to be a party. Uh, well, Shut I up, Richard. I, I, I like going to the bar, but that's not really a hobby, but that's what I do. All right, and finally, and this will determine it all, you're each going to have 10 seconds to give us any sort of a talent. It, you could sing, you could do an impression, you could it's tell It's going to be amazing. Uh, not you, Richard. You're not, you're not involved in Let this. Let him speak. Shut up, Richard Blade. All right. <laughs> That's a place. Ten seconds. Cousin Tom, you get to go first, and then Grandma Ruth will wrap up the competition. It's ten-second talent show to figure out who is America's weirdest relative. Uh, bombshells dropping all over the place today. Cousin Tom, your ten seconds of talent starts right now. Uh, let's see here. My talent's going to be... Driving with the truck, singing a song, going to get myself home safe, going to get home, going to get drunk, and go see my girl, Lee. My if she'll let me. All right, beautiful <laughs> song about a restraining order, I think. <laughs> about him hitting on his cousin again. Grandma Ruth, you have 10 seconds of any talent you'd like to bring to the airwaves of K-Rock right now <laughs> to determine if you will wear the sash as America's weirdest relative. You should read the obituaries, Grandma, like you do when we're kids. I uh, know I love the obituaries. I don't know what I can do. I can't show you my talent, so I have to, um, I don't know. I can read you my Thanksgiving list. The, I need okay. cream, corn, butter, <laughs> celery, gizzards, poultry seasoning, thyme, sugar. I need um, <laughs> the neck. I have to use the neck. I mean, I don't know. 
What do you want me to do? I need turkey pans. I need turkey pans too. <laughs> All right. I think you have exceeded our expectations. Uh, we're gonna have to go to break. Richard, is there anything you want to say to your son? Uh, apparently, my computer says no. I'll consider it a date, baby. Oh, Thank you, Richard Blake. We're going to take a quick break. You've just met Ruth, Grandma Ruth. You've met Cousin Tom. Someone is going to leave here the sash. And Allie, someone pointed out on the text line, no uncles in the finals. Shocking. Shocking turn of events. Oh, my God. That no I know. I didn't even, even realize that. We're going to take this quick break, come back, and announce who will have the sash. Let us know on the text line who you're in favor of. And Grandma Ruth, a pleasure to meet I you. I love little girls. Thank you, Richard Blaine. You don't get a vote. He doesn't get a vote. She said I do, too. All right. You, you two, we'll put you on hold. You can connect with Richard Blaine. We'll be back. We've got more show to get to and the exciting conclusion next. Hey, Rock. Fine Alley Show. Disneyland tickets coming up a little bit later. In about an hour, we'll get you in there. Right now, though, the big announcement we've been waiting for. It took us a few weeks to get here. Millions of relatives on the planet. Only a few made it to our competition. Down to two. The votes have been determined. <clears throat> Grandma Ruth? Yes, ma'am. You are the 2023 weirdest relative in America. Well, All right, Grandma. Awful, man, I guess. I mean, <laughs> thank you. I'm weird. <laughs> Not that weird, Grandma. It's going to be a potty. <laughs> you need to bring me some of that stuff from California when you come visit, honey. <laughs> She's talking about weed or dildos again? I think she's talking about Richard Blade again. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's going to be amazing. Well, what would you like to say? Uh, if you'd like to give an acceptance speech, Grandma Ruth, the floor is yours. You've just won the biggest competition of the Thanksgiving season. You are America's weirdest relative, so what would you like to say? Well, yes, thank you so much. I'm excited. And I've had no spells today, just yesterday. Aww. Well, we're happy that you're healthy and on the mend, and it sounds like from your list you're going to have a great Thanksgiving dinner, too. I just have to get to that grocery store. And congratulations to Jerry, your grandson who listens to the show. He scored himself a bunch of prizes. Congratulations, Jerry. Uh, you uh, brought us America's Weirdest Relative, so thank you. Good awesome. Job, Jerry, thank you so much. Ours. And all we want in, in <laughs> return is a raisin portrait. Okay, we'll mail that out to you. Jerry, we'll talk to you in I a will. few weeks when we bring you in here to meet your father, Richard Blade. <laughs> yeah, yes. right. Bring me too, please. I'll, I'll clear out my drawer. Whoa. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> it will be amazing. Grab your Adderall. It's time for some ADD news. My therapist says I'm good enough. It's wild, Allie. A former school lunch lady turned raisin artist. It's amazing. Turned Ozempic fan. That doesn't get you in the holiday spirit. I don't know what does. Someone said, I wasn't sure she was going to win, but once she mentioned she needs more turkey necks for Thanksgiving, I realized this is America's Weirdest Relative. you got to use the neck for flavor. All right. From one old person to another, a big Thanksgiving tradition is the annual pardoning of the Thanksgiving turkeys. And the President of the United States, he gets behind a podium, he shares some fun facts about the turkeys that they've selected, and then he pardons them so that they'll never end up on a Thanksgiving dinner table. And this year, Biden tried to make a few jokes. And they didn't land. Um, oh, man. Yeah. And in one Who of them... was better? This or uh, Jake's comedy routine that he did? I think this is better. Well, 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 why don't you be the judge? In one of the jokes, he tries to make a joke about the Taylor Swift concert and about how, like, these turkeys are trying to get the hottest ticket in town for them, which for us would be the equivalent of, like, the Eras Tour. That's the, that's the gist of the joke. 
but he messes up Taylor Swift and mixes her up with Britney Spears. Oh, no. And here's how it goes. You could say even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance Tour or or, or Britney's Tour. She's down in, it's kind of warm in Brazil right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> they got to pardon him. Uh, the oh. Renaissance Tour, by the way, is Beyonce's tour. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's so he screwed that up, right, you know. Got three different people yeah. messed up. You know, his yeah. problem. Yeah. He goes on, by the oh, way. Oh, there's more comedy. Great, give me this. These birds have a new appreciation of the word. Let freedom ring. What? Bring me too, please. I'll I'll clear out my drawer. <laughs> and then when the birds get brought out, this is his main comment. That's a big bird, man. <laughs> <laughs> She's the best. And then after pardoning them, he says this. Congratulations, birds. What's a better tagline to comedy? That let me hear that again. That one? Congratulations, birds. Or this one. I'm like first appearance of my boner. You know what? It's really close. They're both good tags. (laughs) And Omar, I want you to take that clip and work it into the show at least ten times a day. Okay. That's a big oh, bird man, well. or a, thanks, birds. Thanks, birds. <laughs> thanks, Congratulations, birds. birds. <laughs> 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 They're both sitting there like, okay, uh, thanks. Don't, don't, don't moat 99% of those birds. He's congratulating. <laughs> Aren't they about to all get cut up yes, and served? Yeah. So it's really just the one that gets free. There are two. All right, we've all been there. You're likely going to be there at some point later this week, the moment where you realize you overdid it on the drinking. And in that case, usually you got to wait it out, try and carb load, get sober, throw up, whatever you got to do. But not anymore, because there is a new product that will revolutionize your drinking game. It's called the the Safety Shot. It's a new detox drink that has proven to half your blood alcohol content in just 30 minutes. Whoa. It's going to launch next month. The turpentine? And it's scientifically proven to enhance your metabolic pathways and create a protective layer in your stomach, making you no longer drunk. (sighs) And this is going to be available, like I said, next month. And I think... It's only five bucks for one of them. But the, the thing is, you got to put this in the bar. Yeah, because you serve that with vodka or something, right? Maybe she I mean, has a mixer. Probably, well, I'm not saying to mix it with the alcohol. I'm saying if you, if somebody accidentally drinks too much and they're, say, about to go drive home or something bad like that, right. at the very least, this can help in those situations. And if you're super hungover, you can get one at the bar before you leave, get in your Uber, and then the next morning you drink this and you're good. Well, I believe it was the great president, Joe Biden, who said, thanks, birds. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not thanks. Oh. Congratulations, birds. That's the, that's the quote. I don't want to misquote him. Something as quotable as that. It's beautiful. Kick off a brand new hour of the show after Sublime. And uh, we've got a pet psychic that will be joining us. That's true. It's K-Rock. This is the world famous K-Rock. Hell yeah, welcome to K-Rock on a Tuesday morning. For some people, this may be it for a while. Maybe going to take a few days off. We will continue to be here again for more live shows tomorrow. And then we got to find some new agents so that we can go ahead and kick back this week like so many other people are. But we've got more and more live entertainment for you coming up this hour. Next hour, we'll get you into Disneyland at 9 a.m. sharp. That'll be happening throughout the day here at K-Rock. Four tickets are in your future. Um, congratulations once again to Grandma Ruth, who just Congratulations, down- birds. That's that's what I meant to say. Grandma Ruth is the uh, America's weirdest relative, and 
There's no taking that from her. It's the first female winner we've ever had in the search for America's Greatest Relative. I love it. The first grandparent we've ever had win this competition. And the first non-uncle we've ever had win this competition. So, nice to know that in 2023, we have evolved to letting women also win America's Weirdest Relative. They can be just as weird as men can. 818 wants to know if uh, we can ask the pet psychic about Kibby and if she wants to be free from Jake's bosom so she's really question. happy in there. There's she a, likes it. There's a woman that supposedly is going to be joining us this hour. I, I feel like it is complete... Uh, as someone who gets scammed a lot, I don't buy this for a second and I'll let her defend herself. Oh, come on. You'll buy it. All right, I'll buy it. I'll, I'll buy it full price. But I think that this is a bit of a scam. She claims she's got a wait list of 7,500 people waiting to see her. And she is able to not only talk to, I think, dead animals, but also animals that are still living. So you can help them have a better life or whatever. I'm convinced I could do this because I think anyone can do this. But didn't you, do th- didn't you take your dog to get its paw red? No. Yes, but... Hold you on. did? No, hold on. What the hell? The story is not accurate. Allie's telling a, a half a story. I was at a Did pump- a psychic, a pet psychic, not read your dog's palm? Yeah, paw, not palm. But yes, I we, we were at a pumpkin patch one year, and that they the only thing that didn't have a line, everything had a line. It was a long line to do everything. Bounce house line, this line. There was no line to go to the psychic, and then when we got up there, it was only a pet psychic. And the pets, and we had Chloe, and the, we did let the woman read Chloe's paw. Okay. And how much was that? Uh, it was like a donation, free. You know, it was no. like a, yeah, it was like a sorry, yeah, yeah. But basically, she gives you like she kind of leaves you with a cliffhanger, and then says, "If you want more, here's my card." Ah, uh, and but did it, you feel scammed by her reading, or did you like it? I felt like it was nonsense, Al. Are you kidding me? And and my wife was like buying into it. She's like, oh my God, she's right. Chloe does love getting her tummy rubbed. And I'm like, what <laughs> You're is... like, every dog loves that's, that. That means nothing. That's crazy. Like, she likes being with you. She doesn't like it when you leave. I'm like, oh my, what, are, what, are we, what is this, for real? <laughs> so anyway, this woman will be joining us later this hour, and I will tell her that I think she's full of ash. But I will also offer up my services to any listeners that would like me to uh, communicate with their animals. I think that's beautiful. I think if people, you know, want to put their animals... To the test, and and Klein can read their thoughts. If this works, you're a man who can do it. I could do it because it's just all you got to do is you scam people. It's scam people. It's <laughs> I've been scammed enough to know how to do it. You deserve it. Um, we will get into clickbait in a moment. Find out what is most likely to send you to the ER on Thursday. We'll get to it next, Kara. Uh, the internet is full of riddles and mysteries. We like to break them, uh, break them down right now without making you go through all the clicking and the wormholes and the rabbit holes and everything else. It's time for clickbait. Here we go. Start with this. Bay Thursday, also known as Thanksgiving, is one of the most visited days to the ER of the year. And this is the reason why you are most likely to go to the ER on Thanksgiving Thursday. What is the reason? Obviously, there's quite a few reasons you could end up in the ER, but why Thursday when there's an uptick in people that are going to the hospital, is uh, this the reason? Allie, what say you? It's got to be some kind of a gastrointestinal. I ate too much and I'm bloated, constipated, any kind of stomach issues. All right, overeating. Yeah. You did not have any sort of self-restraint. You decided I can go ahead and polish off this pie by myself. Mm-hmm. And now I need to get my stomach pumped. A spoken from someone who has been there. Omar, what is the reason yeah, you are you. most likely to go to the ER on Thursday? 
I think you're going to go to the ER because you are a dumbass and you burned yourself somehow. You're a first time. You don't really cook that ah. much, so you're just cooking this this one time out of the year. Or you're deep frying a frozen turkey. Like you, you don't know what you're doing, so you end up burning yourself somehow. Jake the nerd, what is the reason you're most likely to go to the ER this year on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I think it's either burning or you got choked. You, you choked yourself by eating. Too choked fast. yourself. Like oh. autoerotic asphyxiation? No, like you ate too All right, autoerotic asphyxiation. That's Jake's Great guess. guess, Jake. Great Thanks. guess. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying you choked yourself or you choked... You got choked on something. You ate too fast and you choked on something. Sexually. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised. No one got it. Really? These are all reasons why um, uh, the day of it's alcohol. It's a lot of alcohol consumption. It's the overeating. It's the burns. It's the knife stuff. A lot of people that are not uh, yeah. used to the knives end up yeah. cutting off fingers, etc. Number one, though, is always food poisoning. Because people don't know what? how to wait. Usually, birds are not properly cooked. Yeah, and you got to thaw it a certain way yeah, for it not to get all. People get all food poisoned up, and that's yeah. still the number one. Ooh. And then uh, bringing up the rear alley, not funny, but domestic violence oh. is also on the list oh, as well. So Jake right. kind of right a little bit at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, going home to your parents' house, the house you grew up in, for Thanksgiving. This is the room that people claim they are most likely to have sex in when visiting their parents' house, the house they no longer live in, hmm. but they are there with a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or a significant other. This is where the people claim that they are most comfortable having sex. Well, you got to go to the childhood bedroom. Your own former bedroom. No yeah. matter what it looks like currently, even if it still has bunk beds in it or whatever, that's the room you do it in because yeah. it's your room. And I, I don't care to do this, but I know you've done it and you really enjoyed it. You seek it out. That is also an exaggeration. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> of yours. No. It's also, yeah, man, then he chugs himself. Both of you, are, that's false completely. Next to your young wife. All right, uh, Jake the nerd, this is, you shouldn't know anything about sex, nor do you, but what is the <laughs> yeah, room? I'm just going to guess a room at random, the bathroom. The bathroom. Hmm. Omar Khan, this the is according to research, this is the room yeah. that people, when they go home, visit relatives, Thanksgiving, if they're going to have sex in the house they used to live in, this is the room they do it in. Well, for me, I th you know, I don't know how your house is, but the only bedroom that has a lock on it is the master bedroom, and that's where my wife and I sleep, and the kids' rooms usually don't have locks on them, so I wouldn't feel comfortable having sex in that, so I'm guessing the parents' room. It's really interesting how many people have admitted that when they do go home for Thanksgiving, they do have sex in their parents' bed. That part that, I find. And I did that once, and it was weird. Yeah, that seems yeah. really mm -hmm. weird. Yeah, and at the time I didn't care because it was happening, and I was like, yeah. whatever, however this is happening, I don't care. But then and now later as an adult, I'm like, ugh. That was strange. <laughs> Number one choice, people claim, if there is a basement or a, which I know there's not a lot of those in California, but a basement or some area outside of, like, you know, the main living areas of the house, mm -hmm. followed by a guest bathroom Boom. would be where they would do it, followed by their childhood bedroom, because people think there's a weird creep factor to that, and then parents' bedroom rounding out the top wow, five. I think I'd rather have sex anywhere, like a front lawn than my parents' bedroom. Yeah, that, that would be weird. better. We take a quick break. Thanks for doing some clickbait. We'll be right back in a moment. Uh, if you've ever wanted to communicate with a pet of yours, either living or dead, you're going to want to hear what this woman has to say. We'll get to that after this quick break on camera.
All right, if you're a dog person and or a cat person or hamster or weirdo with a gerbil, whatever the case may be, at some point you're probably going to want to know what your animal's thinking. They claim the technology is going to be here pretty soon, that we will have an app and we can just listen to our dog's bark and it will be very clear and scientifically proven that they're saying, I'm hungry or I'm thirsty or I want to go to the park. I hate you. Or yeah, I hate, Probably not with dogs. Cats, you're going to be a lot of I hate you, I think. People I think that are, have cats don't really want to know what the cats are really thinking. I don't think I want to know what mine's thinking. Uh, dogs usually kind of stupid, and they're just like happy to just go with the flow. They're like you're like drunk, dumb friend that never moved out of their basement. You know, that's kind of what dogs are. But oh, that's the best. there's a woman uh, who's going to be on with us in a second. Is she is? Um, I think her official title is animal psychic. Hold on, like, correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of people know this woman from TikTok and Instagram. I'm going to see if I can do what she does. So if you have an animal or you would like to contact a a dead animal, you can call us now at eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. And I'm going to see if I have the ability to do this because I, once again... For free, too. I'll do it for which free. Which you normally would get charged uh, a lot. I'm, you don't have to tell me anything. I'll just come up. I'll be like, I'm sensing a letter. Boom. I think that's how it works. Well, uh, how, do, how should we address you so we don't screw up your title? Nikki Vasconez, Animal Communicator. And by animal communicator, do you communicate on behalf of alive animals, dead ones, or both? Both. About 60% of my work is probably animals in spirit, and the other 40 is living animals. For instance, I, put, I had to put down my dog of 18 years. Uh, I had to put Chloe to sleep this year. Was, I'm sure she hears us all the time. I know. You always hear a lot of sad stories. I lost my little fur baby. Mm. And uh, what do people like want to ask them? Like, Do they, they want to know, like, hey, did you hide the car keys before you died? Like, what are they looking for? I think the most common question people have when their animals have passed is if they help them transition, they want to know, did they do it too soon? Did they wait too long? Ah. And, and also, if they did everything right, like towards the end of their physical life, you know, did you, were you happy enough? Were you comfortable enough? Kind of that whole journey there of how they were feeling. And the dogs, do they ever say, no, you didn't do it right? Never. And, and they don't because... They know that we love them unconditionally and we're doing everything we can to improve their life and to have them, you know, be happy and, and well. And what a lot of people say is, well, Nikki, you can't tell me every single animal is happy. And then I'm like, well, people who are paying me to do a session are treating their animals right. So the animals know that their heart is in alignment with like what they believe that their animal needs. You have a wait list currently of I think 7,500 people waiting to spend some time with you. That is how much you are in demand. And it's not just the obvious, the cats, the fish, maybe, I mean, sorry, the cats, the dogs, but no, but she does, Allie, listen, listen to this. She does pigs, she does cat. You'll do any animal at all. So some farmer that misses, is missing their, uh, their horse or whatever, you will can communicate with that horse as well? Absolutely. The animals, no matter whether it's a rabbit, a horse, and I was just at an elephant sanctuary in Thailand, whether it's an elephant, they all communicate the exact same. Have you ever done a fish? I have never communicated with the fish, but I, I need to do that so I can start saying yes. I <laughs> Why did you flush me down the toilet? Yeah, they're, Why? They're all saying the same thing. Yeah. Is there any other place you could have put me other than the toilet? <laughs> so the other yeah. the people who come to you with their alive pets, what do they want to know? Because they just kind of want to know what their animal is thinking right and i know for me as a cat owner my main question is do my cats hate me <laughs> they don't hate you mm. they do not hate you unless maybe they really want something the top three reasons people come to me is something's going on health wise and they can't figure out what so they want to know if the animal has an idea the second is behavioral issues or separation anxiety and then deceased pets 
And then the, the most common, really, the most, since I have a wait list and it's not like you can just schedule with me and I do the session, usually when you schedule, you have to still wait like four months. Um, usually, most people just generally want to know how to enhance their animal's life and just to improve their happiness. More peanut butter, right? Yeah. Sure. Yes, they love peanut butter. <laughs> and, and when they talk to you, are they saying meow, meow, woof, woof, and you're translating, or are you actually hearing the voice of the dog or cat or animal? I, I, the messages come through in a variety of ways. So I might see an image in my mind. Like, imagine if you were to picture your favorite park or favorite grocery store. Like, you can see what that looks like uh -huh. in your head. So I might see an image of what your house looks like or what their bed looks like, or I might just have a sudden thought implanted in my mind Akin to if you were reading a book silently to yourself and you're reading the sentences, so it's like a random sentence that I was not thinking about a, a moment ago. Hmm. I think we're wild. both just struggling to picture ourselves reading books. Yeah, yeah I, I got lost on that as well. <laughs> I, I can imagine what it looks like, but I can't have, the, there's no image that's popping up. Thank you, Vascones is on with us. She's an official animal communicator. I don't know how many of you there are in the world, but how did you learn you had this gift? Every single human being can do this. I have an online school and I teach dozens and dozens of new people every single month to do it. I learned that animal communication was possible when I was 28, so I'm 34 right now. And it's something that we all as humans have innately within us. And an example I like to give is there's been times where your friend or partner or coworker was about to say something, and before they even spoke it out loud, you knew what they were going to say. That's just plain old intuition, telepathy, or your phone rings, and before you look at it, you know who's calling you. It's the same thing with the animals. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Klein thinks he can do this, and he thinks it's pretty easy. So how long would it take someone like him to, like, really harness this tool through your training? It's quick. The, the, the number one way to get better is you just have to do practice sessions. A little bit of it is recognizing the messages that you're actually already receiving from your animal. Sometimes when my dog humps a pillow, I find myself hornier that night than I thought I would have been. Because you're so That's connected. a little weird. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, how the tables have turned. Yes, now I'm being judged. Well, this has turned into therapy for me. Klein, I think we should start practicing. Would you be able to contact an animal that I ate recently? Like, uh, if I had a really good bacon cheeseburger, would you be able to... Was it happy? Would, yeah. you, would you find out if they're happy there inside of my tummy? No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just want, I'm not just wondering. That. So that's where you draw the line. I'm just wondering where the line is. All right, we All found right. it. Well, Nikki, it's, been, it's fascinating. I'll say that much. I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to go to the website. I'm going to I'm going to spend this song getting my skills, and then I'm going to talk and, to listeners. And no more time than that. One song, whatever I can learn, I'm going to learn. And if people want to uh, try to get you, I mean, good luck. There's a long line, but how would they track you down? On my website, NikkiVascones.com. I'm also on TikTok, Instagram, all the socials, Nikki, at Nikki Vascones. I'm going there now. I'm going to take these calls in a second. I'm going to transform into an animal communicator next. K-Rock. All right, I'm ready. I just did a crash course on the website, and now I am an expert. It's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Seeing you crunch really was inspiring. Oh, I think you're ready. I am about to become exactly what you need, which is the link between you and your deceased animal, or maybe it's a living animal. You'd like to make contact. I am now what they call, according to this website, Allie, an animal communicator in training. You can make a lot. I did, this woman, I was just doing the math in my head. She must be like a millionaire. If she's got that many people waiting to see her and she's charging a couple hundred bucks for an hour, half hour session. Unbelievable. Let's see how good I am at this. Uh, hello, you're on K-Rock. Who's this? This is John. John, I'm, hold on. Let me just... 
I'm His sensing. His name is John. I'm sensing. Um, <laughs> I'm sensing a guy named John on the phone. I'm sensing four legs. Hold on, let me think. Hold on. Are we talking about an animal with four legs? Yes. Okay, hold on. Allie's quiet. I'm sensing um, a tail of sorts <laughs> and water. Does this animal like going near water or perhaps drinking water? Oh, my God, yes. Okay, hold on, Allie. I'm getting somewhere. <laughs> you got to have your own Netflix show. This is so gripping. Hold on. I'm, I, I'm getting a few letters that are hitting my head right now at the same time. Okay? Are they D-O and J G? It's D. <laughs> O-G or C-A-T. I haven't figured out yet which one. Hold on. I'm sensing the letters L. What yes. Did, yes. What is your dog's uh, or cat's name? Lulu, the dog. <gasps> Allie. Oh, my God. Okay. Klein, how would you have known? I am amazing. I'm also not picking up that this dog is with us now. I'm, I'm, I'm picking up that this dog is in another place. She's at the big kennel in the sky. She's dead. Aww. Okay. All right. And 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 I'm going to tell you right now. I'm sensing a vehicle, uh, oh, no. a truck. Oh. Maybe a car. <gasps> How did we lose? She rode in a car a few times. She wrote. See, <laughs> thank you. Oh wow, Klein, you're so good, <laughs> She's man. She's been in a car. I knew it. <laughs> I am also sensing the number seven. I don't know why. I'm picking up seven strong. Seven. It's not... Hmm. You're wrong and I'm right. It's seven. She Think was seven it. once. Was she ever seven? She was absolutely seven once. This is blowing my mind. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See how easy this is? All right, that's, that's just one guy. <laughs> is that all? Is it over? <laughs> John can't ask a question. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> Go ahead, John. That's it. Seven. Bye. <laughs> Do you have a question? Well, I'm, I'm currently connecting spirits with Lumen. Lumen? Lulu. Lulu, and uh, go ahead and ask your question. Uh, so, you know, Lulu spent a lot of time kind of like licking her special place, and my wife watches a lot of dogs, and she spent a lot of time kind of sniffing and licking their special places. So I, I'm just wondering, does, does she have an affinity for other female dogs? Is uh, maybe she really wanted a relationship. I don't know. Hold on. Wow, this Hold is a big on. question, Klein. You're asking if your dog was gay. Gay. Yes, yes, gay like Allie. Yes, gay like Allie. Um, I'm. I here's what I'm picking up from Lulu. She was bi curious, but she loved the dong more than anything. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Lulu was gay, and you know oh. it. Lulu loved the dog. I'm picking up something now, and You're she was gay. Up, you can't learn this. You didn't look at the website. I've got the <laughs> computer in here. <laughs> Lulu. He's Thank right. you. That's, uh, that's <laughs> Lulu. Play it twice, though, bro. That's the dog's name. <laughs> Lulu. <laughs> All right, let me say hi to... Hold on. There's someone very sad on the phone now. Hey, Gina. Hello. I have a gift, apparently, that I was unaware that I have, but now I do. And I'd like to connect you with a um, an animal of yours that is no longer with us. Am I right? Yes. Okay. You sound very sad. <laughs> wow. You're just a joke, aren't you? Oh, excuse me. What now? You're joking with me. Oh no! Oh, that's what you, did you not hear the last call. <laughs> yes, I heard it. Okay, so clearly I've got a skill. 
I am. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I am also picking up. You four, have four legs. A, something with fur <laughs> or hair. <laughs> Correct or wrong? Yes, she okay. was furry. Furry. She was furry, Allie. Listen. I don't know why I can't. I've got the I've got the letter L stuck in my head still. I cannot shake the letter L. Yes. Why would I have that letter in my head? Because I told the uh, <laughs> the person to answer the phone. <laughs> what? Did you, what did you tell what them? What did you tell them? The name. What is the <laughs> What is the name? I'm I'm just picking this up. I told her, I told him her name. And Which when, was? Uh, Allie, don't, I know, lucky, I'm feeling lucky. That's her name. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh my God. It's unbelievable that Klein read a correct name from the call screen. <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> so bad. Now, here, so here's bad. the thing. Lucky is thinking of you right now. Lucky, I know. Lucky is telling me something about a bed. Is there a bed that Lucky would go on? Yes. Okay, Allie, don't be, don't get too close to me with these powers. I'm sorry, I don't want to get burned. And this uh, Lucky, unfortunately, we lost Lucky very uh, unexpectedly, right? No. Right. <laughs> right. Just say right, even if you get it wrong. <laughs> Almost shut up. For somebody, this was unexpected. I'm sure. Right. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, it's unexpected for us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this whole dumb segment well, I can't is unexpected. believe I'm finding out that Lucky's gone. Hey, Lucky wants you to know he or she is happy it. right now. You don't know if it's a boy or a girl? Uh, hold on. I'm picking it up. <laughs> Allie, I'm seeing balls. Oh. Did Lucky have balls? No. Oh. <laughs> Lucky, Lucky died very slowly of cancer. Okay. Oh. Well, that's what I was getting to. Cancer schmancer. Thank you. You know what? Lucky lived a nice long life. I'm sorry to hear that. And all I want you to know, as much as you may or not may or not believe my skills, Lucky loves you and Lucky's doing great now. No pain. It's been a long time. Thank you. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. I knew she was going to say thank you. Klein, are you sensing that this was a recent death or? Uh, this was very recent. When did your dog yeah. pass? You know, I was calculating that, and it's been about 30 years. Okay. <laughs> Recent. Yeah, re thank you. Guys, don't... It feels fresh for you, huh, Klein? It's fresh, because 30 years, as you know, is the new whatever. Day. All right. I can't. There's a lot of calls here. I wish I could continue with this. And I feel like you have to protect your own self, Klein. You can't give this energy to everybody. Joey, you have a chihuahua named Jilly Bean? Yes. Oh my God. Thank you. No my, way. My work here is done. You're so freaking awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I sense commercials. Hey, Rock Klein Ellie Show. In about five minutes, we'll get you into Disneyland. Four tickets are in your future. Just hang out. Be ready to call us, 800-520-1067. We're going to find out what's going on in the world with your ADD news. Although, Allie, I don't know if there's any story that matters more than this one. And other, you guys, that is right. A record-breaking number of people want to go spend the Thanksgiving holiday with friends and family. And so if you're coming here to LAX, you're going to want to leave yourself plenty of time to get to the airport and then make sure you get here extra early. I'm going home to New Jersey. Honestly, it hasn't been that bad today. They get so <laughs> mad when the people they you go to... You can see them holding the microphone going, God 
goddamn. Yeah, they just all say it's bad. They spend Why? 45 minutes setting up. It's so many people. There's five million people that get there early, and then they talk to the one person. Who goes, it's been great. Yeah. Easy peasy. Going to Jersey. I'm on the plane. Yeah, <laughs> already Not got there. No problem. And then, then the news people have to go back. Like, well, that's the. That's well, it the may exception. look a little calm now, but it's gonna be yeah. pretty bad. But it's in a crazy, of crazy. Hours. So get ready for all of the madness that is. And now your ADD news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for some ADD news. Oh look, a lizard. I'll call you Scaly. So there are a lot of injuries that happen in and around Thanksgiving. We've talked about it. Most of them are cooking fails, road accidents. But we've had a couple of other big injury stories leading up. And it's kind of setting the tone for what's to come. First off, you have the accident that Wayne Brady got into where someone hit his car and then he got into a physical fight with the guy and the guy was later charged with the DUI. Then you have the heavy winds that caused one of the lampposts at Disneyland to fall over on Main Street and it injured several people and sent one person to the hospital. And it just kind of proves that L.A. cannot handle any kind of weather. If it's raining, it's like a complete S-show. Cars are in the L.A. River. If it's windy, the lampposts at Disneyland are falling down. If it's snowing in Big Bear, it's a complete mess. All the roads are closed for weeks. We're great at 75 and sunny. We're great. Yeah. Everything is set up for 75 and sunny, and if there is anything different, we cannot handle it. The best was on the news. They were talking to someone about the wind, and it said uh, underneath their name, it's like the person was just interviewing someone on the street, and she says, you know, Tom doesn't like wind. (laughs) (laughs) That's the greatest. Man, they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Anyone who will talk. All right, last week I told you about the age gap relationships and how there are a growing trend in the dating world and people no longer feel like age is a deal breaker when it comes to dating. Now, another trend has been revealed in an annual dating report, and it's that people no longer care about the, quote, relationship timeline. So it's like, all right, we're going to start dating, and then after three years, someone's going to propose, and then we're going to get married, and then we're going to have kids. The whole idea of that trajectory in a relationship is going away and more and more people are just dating and they don't really care about how the relationship timeline is shaping up. Well, they say that now, but in three years when that conversation happens, we goes, what is this? Is this just fun? What are we doing here? Is this like a fun thing or what? Do I have to freeze my eggs? That that's how that whole thing starts. Like every time you're on like in a night a place with a nice view, they're like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, here it comes. Oh, I don't Goodness. understand. We've been dating three years in one day. Where's the ring? <laughs> I, you say that now. I don't believe... I, I can understand why maybe people don't care about marriage anymore as like the finish line or yeah, the destination. Yeah, because I know a lot of I couples that. that have been together for a really long time and are still not married. Like six years, nine years, ten. Just not married. Listen, the timeline used to be very simple. You meet, you go out on three dates, and then you have sex. Right? Everyone agreed. That was right. pretty much the standard thing. That's all shit. That was the now. stereotype. That was the st- three dates, then sex. Uh, then you have sex for a year, pretty regularly. Then, then someone, you have a year of second guessing the relationship. Someone's uh, you're bored or whatever. Then some infidelity. <laughs> then you start uh, checking out each other's Instagrams. Why is he liking these butt pictures? And then you fight for a year, but you try to make it work. You break up. Someone goes back to their ex. They bang. Mm-hmm. Then you get back together for another three months to figure out because you missed each other. And then you, one of you gets pregnant or you get pressured into proposing. That is such a romantic relationship timeline. Congratulations, Bert. <laughs> and that's, thank you. And, and that, when they get married, that's who officiates. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, obviously, when weed became legal in California, it was a game changer for a lot of companies. If you look at Flocana, MedMen, 
Herbal, those are three of some of the biggest names in the weed industry, and they became multi-million, sometimes multi-billion dollar companies. And now they're saying that all three of those companies are on the verge of collapse. They're like Bed Bath & Beyonding it, basically. Uh, Herbal has $17 million in unpaid taxes and about $600 million of unpaid debt. Flocana, which raised $175 million in capital, is now collapsed. And then MedMen, which was a billion-dollar company, and they said they were like the Apple store of weed, is now on the what they are calling the brink of financial ruin. And then now they're kind of trying to figure out what went wrong with all these companies. And I think it's that, you know, there are a few stoners that are really, really great, and they've got great business minds. But I think a lot of times when I visit a weed store, everyone looks real high, and there are a lot of mistakes being made. I also think a lot of these weed stores were not actually started by potheads, guys. They were like tech guys that didn't even really love weed, but they loved the mm, potential upside. They love money. And I think eventually people start to realize, like, hey, I'm a weed guy. I want to buy from weed people. Also, I, yeah, the prices were super expensive. Super expensive, right. Yeah. And they started taxing it, and everyone now, like, I know a lot of people that are back to old school meeting their friends in parking garages and making deals like it used to be. Yeah, or maybe these people are just, you know, it's the classic, don't get high on your own supply. That's a big one, too. They tried to get, there's a lot of battling when weed stores are trying to get you to be like a new customer. So they're like, buy a joint, we'll give you three ounces. Yeah. And it's like, and you just like, can't okay. keep up with that. We, uh, we'll kick off a brand new hour of the show after The Cure. And the first thing we will do is give you tickets to Disneyland. If you'd like to get a head start, now is the time to call us. 800-520-1067. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, it is K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Nice to meet you on a Tuesday morning of a very short and very busy week. Congratulations if you're just joining us. Not only to the birds, but congratulations to... Grandma Ruth, who took down our competition earlier today and has proven to the world that she is America's weirdest relative. I cannot wait till we are able to share with you the raisin portraits she'll be making of each of us. I can't wait to frame those and put them up in our studio. Former lunch lady turned grandmother who loves Ozempic, hates raisins, mm -hmm. loves art, and is now the weirdest relative in America. And she has a, a drawer full of sex toys. Right, and she potentially used to bang Richard Blade. We're not sure, but what a wild story. Uh, if you missed that part of the show, check out the podcast. You can always listen to the podcast. We are available in podcast form. Wherever you get your podcast, just search Klein Alley Show or search KROQ, and you'll probably find us. All right, let's give away some tickets to Disneyland right now before we tell you what we have in store for you this hour, and it will be a good one. Uh, if you are obsessed with potentially buying yourself a bunch of stuff that you don't necessarily need, but you want to take advantage of Black Friday deals... Or you're just like a good trampling of strangers. We got a little round of worth it to get to with some things that have sold for crazy amounts of money and some stuff you could get super cheap. We'll get into that this hour as well. But right now, let's go ahead and give someone something for free as we head to Carla. Oh my God, yay! Thank you guys so much. Carla, we have great news for you. You are color 20. Yes, thank you. You're going to Disneyland. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thanks for waking up with us on K-Rock. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, usually you have to win a Super Bowl to be able to brag about going to Disneyland, but not true for you. You will be there with four one-day, one-park passes, all right? Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you. There she is. is she that sounds really That's happy. genuine happiness right yeah. there. It's like weepy happiness. Do you need me to, do you need me to contact any uh, animals of yours while we have you on the phone? or? <laughs> No, I have my dog and my baby next to me, oh. and they're just like 
staring at me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess really uh, I'm sensing. What's the dog's uh, name, Klein? Uh, the dog's name, I'm sensing Omar the letter uh, D. No, it's Kobe. For dog. <laughs> I haven't finished yet. God, you idiot. All right. Jesus. All right, let's kick some off people. the show this hour with some Foo Fighters, and then we'll get into a little round of Worth It. If you need us, we're here for you, 800-520-1067, and you'll have another chance for Disney tickets coming up in about three hours with Nicole Alvarez. We were talking earlier about how a bunch of people are going to go to the ER on um, Thanksgiving, you know, because uh, it's a lot of like amateur Amateur chefs, people drinking a lot. Also, there's like the let's go outside and play football. The people that haven't done anything athletic in an entire year and they yeah. like tackle each other, and then like all of a sudden you pull something, ruptured your aunt's spleen or something like oh. that. Um, I last night I was I thought moments away from going to the ER because of a pizza bagel, which would have been I think the saddest but also kind of coolest way I could have gone down. I'm amazed that you were able to just enjoy some pizza bagels. I haven't had a pizza bagel in a hot minute. I would love to have one. Yeah, it was a great. It was a great find. It was like back of the freezer. Wow. All of a sudden, I found this unopened box yeah. of pizza bagels. They weren't all frostbitten. I threw them in the air fryer, and I did that thing because I have no self restraint. This is why most of my injuries that involve most of my injuries really do involve me not even taking a second to let food cool off or the time I burnt my lips on that shish kebab skewer because I tried Ooh. to eat it right off of the skewer and yeah. it seared singed my lips I threw this thing in my mouth like it was a morning after pill I just threw the whole pizza bagel in and it burned the crap out of the, your... it. The, 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 the top part of it is like, uh, it's like the inside of a hot pocket. Oh. It was just like, so, but then I tried to do this a move where I said, I, I can't keep it in my mouth in a second. I'm just going to try to swallow it whole. Oh, I would just spit it out. <laughs> Why would you go down the other way? Because then you can feel it hot all the way down your throat, yeah. all the way down your esophagus. It was bad planning, but I was thinking to myself, I do want the pizza bagel. <laughs> and I remember in the moment saying, this is probably the wrong choice, but I'm going to try to just swallow it down whole. <laughs> I've literally done that before and just opened my mouth and gone, ah! And the whole thing got lodged, uh -huh. to, like, you know, in my, I don't know, esophagus, trachea, I don't know what's right there. And I had this moment where I'm by myself in my kitchen thinking to myself, this is how it all ends. And it was worth it. And, and, I, and I have no regrets. <laughs> I, I was thinking, I'm going to be found dead. And then they're going to say, cause of death, the guy didn't chew a pizza yeah. bagel. A grown-ass man that tried to swallow a pizza bagel whole. While it was it, piping hot. While it was piping hot. And he died with third-degree burns in his throat. And then I had this moment of like, mm. I got to... How can I try to give myself the Heimlich? Because it got really lodged there. And I was like... You couldn't breathe? I couldn't breathe. Could not breathe. Really? And I didn't know. And I had that... And I had. Well, and your esophagus probably having that moment where it's like, all right, come on, guys. Let's try. Try and just sh shove it further down. I had my phone. I was going to call... I literally took the phone. I was going to start to call 911. I think I even put the 9 in. And then I was like... I, I just go, there, there's no way they're going to be able to save me at this point. Well, so, Oh, they so, should. So I like did that move. I ran. I was like, I'll run to the fridge, grab anything. And just Another try pizza bagel. A more pizza bagels. <laughs> we'll Don't cancel it. each other There's out. Just, that's what, I, that's what I, turns out that doesn't work. I, once again, you think like I did. Just grab whatever I could find. Liquid. Oh. It was terrible, too. It was like some... some almond milk my wife bought or something. Oh. And I just threw it down. And I was like, let's lube this puppy up. Let's yeah. get it down. And But I really had that weird moment for like because you know you think about how many times you almost die yeah. you only get to die one time mm -hmm. but 
you get to almost dialect lots of times. Yeah, I know. And, and it really does make you think about, wow, if, if this one little thing had changed, I would be dead right now. Yeah, and like the almost dies are usually like fun stuff or cool stuff or like, oh man, I, I went... I got a Groupon uh, parasailing thing or whatever, and the thing didn't work right, and luckily the guy... But, like, the almost dying because of a pizza bagel incident in the kitchen, it's like the saddest... Not something you brag about. Saddest way. But it's also probably one of the tamer things they've heard in the emergency room. But you know what's wild is that once I... So I I threw the, whatever, the almond milk down, which is way worse. I should have just died. (laughs) And uh, and and the thing luckily softened up to enough or just... Finally, like, yeah, slid it down. like absorbed in the bread and got it soft. And I sat at the counter for about a minute, just really pondering what had just happened, like this minor thing that became this potential massive thing. And then, as I was sitting there, I remembered I've got I'm more hungry. Pizza, I've got more yeah, pizza. Yeah, I bagels. want more pizza bagels. And I just like started the process <laughs> over again. And I just realized, like, I didn't even give myself. Was it one minute of reflection? It's probably a mi- maybe forty-five <laughs> seconds of reflection. <laughs> And then I realized, like, this is so... Wasn't there another thing that happened to you recently where you were supposed to rethink your life, but then you didn't? Yeah, when I was in the hospital for two oh, days. That's with that right. weird brain-eating uh, virus. Which is probably also food-related. Well, they say... I think most of the... You do the thing with the bagels, because your brain's all messed up. Say what? What was that? What? This is probably why you do the thing with... Do the thing with the bagels because your brain's all messed up from that amoeba thing. Oh, you uh, think that's why? So it's like slowly making him insane? I yeah. never got a diagnosis on that one, but that one also, remember one of the theories was because I sneezed a turkey sandwich through my nose and it got some of it got stuck in my in my I, head. I think every bad thing that's ever happened to you started with you wanting food. And every good thing, though. I mean, think about the taquitos from yesterday where you got scammed, yeah, the, the turkey sandwich sneezing. The taquitos then the, were not... I, they, don't it wasn't the, the taquitos' fault. Don't bring the taquitos into this. <laughs> I just parked at the gas station for the, to get the taquitos. I know, but I'm saying it starts with a desire for food and well, it ends badly. Don't you think most decisions all of us make are, are influenced by food, the need for food and or sex? I mean, that's, that's like the basis of humanity. I mean, there are other things in life. No Clyde. way. Name one. Kids? Name one. Uh, kids is sex. Um, kids mean sex, not in your case, but in most people's cases. That's that's sex. Uh, okay. It's a sexual souvenir, a child. Um, spending time with your relatives. Doing what? Eating. Oh, uh, yeah, but but then that but that's a byproduct. Um, uh, having a new experience in a new country. Eating food in a new country. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm hearing. Um, what about um working and achieving success in your life? Don't even know what that means. <laughs> okay, Rock, we are Klein Alley Show. Perhaps you're about to uh, take advantage of some of these Black Friday deals, which you don't know, no longer have to wait till Friday. To, like a lot of people have done Black Friday for the last month. It's been Black Fri- early Black yeah. Friday pricing going on now. I've already been uh, roped into one thing. I plan on buying a lot more stuff I don't need. But there's other stuff in the world you can spend a lot of stupid money on, and that is why we break it down and decide is it actually worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? We're going to talk about it, see if it is worth it. When did we talk about it? Should we get it? Then we talk about it, then we decided we should get it. <laughs> That's a live theme song, folks. No effort, no time. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? We're going to talk about it. Is it worth it? We don't know. So let me just start by saying uh, the Black Friday tip for a moment. There's a lot of cool stuff that's been auctioned off recently. A 100-inch TV. Think about this for just a second. A 100-inch TV. I know you're going to say, Ali, who cares? They don't get much better after 65 inches. And that's where you'd be wrong. I couldn't even tell you the size of mine. I have no idea. So sad. All I know, all I care about in my life is the size of my TV. (laughs) 
It's the most what, important. What size thing. is yours now? Eighty-five. I have an eighty-five. Yeah. I have a sixty-five, which now looks sad and pathetic. You have like the Russian dolls of TVs. They all just keep <laughs> lining up. So a hundred-inch TV seemed like something that you had to be a millionaire to have. Who's can get a hundred-inch TV? Well, but it's because, probably a, a few thousand bucks. I would. Imagine. Well, it was. Uh, they were ten thousand dollars, and now there's like Black Friday pricing, and I just saw. For $2,099, you could own a 100-inch TV. Are you going to do it? No, I'm not. I have no more TV money. Is but, it worth it? No, no, no. But I do think <laughs> it's worth I do think it's worth it. If you're buying a TV... If you're looking for a new TV and 100 inches, inches for $2,000 is a very good deal. You know, I found a really good deal, and you're going to laugh at me because this is kind of a, an El Cheapo classic. Cancel your Hulu... Create a new email address and sign up for the Black Friday Hulu sale where you're going to get Hulu for 99 cents for the first year. 99 cents a month. Is it worth it? No, I think it's worth no, it. You have not, to cancel your Hulu and get a new not, one. Not, not but worth it it's going to be really, <laughs> yeah. It's sad. It's really sad. I mean, it's like seven bucks a month or something for the regular with ads, and you're going to be paying 99 cents a month for a whole year. That's great. I feel like they're too smart for it. You think you can fool them with that little move, and I feel like they they know. You're like, you've already logged in from this IP. And you're like, ah, damn you, Hulu. Yeah, but you know what? After they fight, they're going to realize that it's not worth it. There's been so many interesting things that have gone on the auction block, and you tell me. I mean, break some of these down and tell me if this is worth it. All right. How much would you pay, and would you care at all about owning a classic menu that was only used one time on the Titanic. Whoa, that's cool. They just did a big auction where they get a bunch of stuff that was stu- you know, from the Titanic, actual really? stuff. Did James the- Cameron buy everything? Probably bought all of it. He's like, yeah, yeah right? here's the car, just put it all. Uh, this, I uh, saw some of it at the Titanic Museum in Vegas. Boring. This is the only it was cop- cool, and they the- had the ice. The only copy of the first class dinner menu they had the ice. What does that mean? They had the ice from the iceberg. Huh? It was reg- Allie fell for it. It was regular ice, and she she what paid the, to like hold a piece of it. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't you pay. You think they hold- froze no. some ice from that stupid iceberg and they kept it like yeah. in a oh, cooler? They had like a replica, and you're supposed to put your hand on a it. A replica feel, is just ice. I just, just feel ice. how cold it really was in Allie, there. Allie, what kind of sucker are you? A Allie's the only one. person that's been to the Titanic <laughs> Museum in Vegas, and that is the I saddest. I had a data kill. Uh, you want to know it's sadder than the actual <laughs> Titanic disaster? Is someone going? to the Titanic Museum in Vegas. <laughs> okay. So they, they have one menu. That's all they have. Someone paid a grip for it. I'll tell you the price in a second. But is this something you would even care to have at all? I think that's really cool. I think Titanic um, artifacts are fascinating. I don't think I would purchase it, but I bet that would sell for like five or six grand at least. It sold for $102,000. Ah. Uh, $102,000? Well, $102, just wait for that Black Friday sale, folks. It's, it's a <laughs> buy one, get one. And then that menu's going to be 3000 And then it will be worth it. It'll no, be worth it's it. Not. Now, this, is, this seems premature, and it seems like a bit of gra- grave robbing as well. Matthew Perry, no friend oh of God, mine. Oh, my God, they're auctioning him? They're not auctioning him. Oh. An outfit that he wore... On Friends, as Chandler Bing, oh wow, is, is now apparently up for grabs on eBay. Wait, this seems a little. Uh, it does seem that's soon. Up. dark there. Right. Yeah, like right. uh, oh, it's not going to the money's not going to charity or anything like that. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. 
Interesting. I don't know it's, if I would buy that. The shirt jacket. Yeah, just had a principal. There's one yeah. piece off, custom made. Matthew Perry wore it for an episode. I mean, uh, his shirts are like so iconic because they always have that one random stripe down the side part and it's all like, you know, Argyle print, but then the rest of it's like navy blue. It's really weird. What do you think the uh, shirt worn by Matthew Perry is now selling for? Okay, that is $100,000. You think that's worth uh, the same <laughs> no as the way. Titanic menu? Really? I don't know. Just Give, tell give me. a real number. What do you think? 3000 What would you pay for it? I'd pay, I'd pay uh, five hundred. You're way too low. Last I checked, I think the number's gone up, but they were trying to get 8400 bucks for the wow. outfit. Wow. Mm. And then that you would just frame, right? You would just frame it and put it on the wall and be like, I have Chandler Bing's shirt. It seems like a, once again, it's a weird it's cre- thing. It's creepy. weird and creepy. Like, who's going to come over and be like, hey, see that random bowling shirt on the wall? That's what Chandler Bing wore in an episode of Friends. And you're like... Okay. Like, I think collecting Titanic memorabilia is less creepy than collecting Friends memorabilia. Right, tell me if this is worth it or not, without singing, please. So oh, come on, play it. Okay, damn it. Is it worth it? No. Is it- <laughs> A rare bottle of whiskey that just sold in auction. This has been around for, you know, a long-ass time. Single malt. There's only 11 bottles like it. Supposedly in the entire world. No, this is Most not worth it. Most of them were destroyed. Not worth it because this no one's ever going to drink this. That's the part that I can't figure out. So someone yeah. paid 2.7 mil for yeah. it. Yeah, oh God. And that's such BS because you're just going to let it sit and collect dust in a wine cellar somewhere or you're going to display it and then it's just going to get older and older and you're going to resell it. No one's ever going to do the intended purpose of the bottle, which is to drink the damn bottle. That, that always seems crazy because if you think about all the alcohol you could buy for 2.7 mil... Imagine how drunk you could get. You get nice and buzzed. Way drunker than a bottle of whiskey. So we decided that today, what's worth it? Giant TV, worth it? The intro? It's totally intro, worth it. Intro to the bit, not worth it. <laughs> Burn that file immediately. The TV, maybe worth it. And now you know how to uh, spend some of your Black Friday dollars. Get that uh, Chandler Bing shirt. She's for someone Leo. you love. Oh, I'm K-Rock. Thanks for Car. Helen back on K-Rock. Car will be a part of the Acoustic Christmas show. By now, you should probably know that. If you're uh, waiting for tickets, I think we'll have some more for you after Thanksgiving. But uh, hopefully, you can beg, borrow, and steal your way into that show December 9th at the Kia Forum. I think uh, probably we would get some floor. I would imagine usually when we get closer, we start doing some really cool stuff, like getting on the floor or this or that. No promises yet, but that's usually what's in store for you in the future, which is uh, even more incentive to remember if you're taking off for Thanksgiving, come back and find us here on K-Rock upon your return. We're back tomorrow for another live show because at this point, what the hell? Why not? Yeah, right? why not? It'll be great. Tomorrow's going to be a great show, and congratulations today, Grandma Ruth, for winning America's Weirdest Relative. If you didn't hear the, fin- the, the absolute finals, you should check out the podcast. It goes with the show, available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, okay, takeaways. Take on the text line, 818, the secret to a long life is Ozempic and hooking up with Richard Blade. Yeah, crazy story she told. Man, that Amazing. grandma was wild. 562, my takeaway is experiment by your damn self. It's really good advice uh, as it pertains to Thanksgiving this year. This Don't is not experiment a, with foods. It's not a science fair. Yeah, let's just stick with tradition, make the classics, Greatest all the dependables. Hits. Just the hits. Uh, and then finally, two, one, three, my takeaways. You know it's a good holiday party when someone pukes in your guacamole. It's a good takeaway for sure. Omar, got a takeaway? 
Uh, yeah, this is it. Congratulations, birds. Yeah. Congratulations, birds. You know who you are. Shout out, birds. You know who you are. Allie, you got takeaway? My takeaway is the number one Thanksgiving injury is autoerotic asphyxiation. According to Jake, that's a very good guess. Jake, you got a takeaway? Yeah, Ray Hindenburg needs to turn down his guitar. Yeah. And yeah. you find yourself in the raisins. That's right. You find yourself in the raisins. It's a beautiful, beautiful metaphor. Have a great rest of your day. We'll do it tomorrow. Try to do it better. Nicole Alvarez will be in here in just a moment. 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock and another chance for you to go to Disneyland around uh, two hours and 20 minutes from right now. All right, bye. They, 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 they feel that, uh, um, uh, that you know, they that they feel that... Uh, that um... Congratulations. Pat yourself on the back. You've made it through another episode of Klein Alley Show. Now the real show can begin. Which one is that? My one-woman show about my life. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's get out of here, and thanks for downloading. Remember, we do a live show every morning on K-Rock. If you happen to be in your car, you can find us on 106.7 FM. Thanks for listening. Go tell some people and spread the word. Help us hashtag grow the show. It started on a winter morning. That's it for us. Bye. That's a problem. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.